live on Sunday night. It's time for 12 minutes of learning. Thank you for joining us. Hey, it's Veterans Day. And so I just wanna give a little shout out to all the veterans and also all of these fires that are going on in California. Uh, all of my friends in California praying for you right now too. Uh, I happen to be in uh, Denver right now uh, in the Colorado Springs, Denver area. And so um, just being close to what's going on out there in California and talking to some of my friends today out there, I just wanna say that we should all be praying for uh, for the, the fires and the people in California at this moment, and then thanking a veteran too today. So the topic tonight for what we're doing is really simple. As a matter of fact, it's childlike, okay? It's not childish, it's childlike. I've been getting this question lately on uh, the difference between uh, you know youth ministry and where it fits uh, in the role of the church, right? And one of the questions came just this week in a youth leadership session out here in Colorado. How come youth ministry is tagged with this, you know, childish label, right? My response was, first of all, well, a lot, a lot of that could be the fact that youth leaders have kind of earned that with our behavior. Um, with maybe the way we handle the word and the way we handle the kingdom and we handle youth ministry in general. Um, I think there, there are some juvenile approaches to youth ministry. But um, I, wanna come, I wanna come at it from a different perspective. Youth ministry does not have to be simply juvenile or adult, okay? I, I'm gonna give you the definitions here, but there are some people who have written about this and say that uh, the church in America today is juvenile, okay? That, uh, and I'll, I'll get to the definition in a minute, meaning that in a negative way, that the, the juvenilization of the church, right? Um, the childishness of the church or whatever. Um, let me give you a couple of definitions, okay? That will help us with what I'm gonna do today. And I think you'll see where I'm going. Um, so let's attack that word, uh, let's define that word juvenile that's under attack right now, okay? I'm reading to you a definition um, right out of Webster. The retention by one species to remain with the traits of a previous species, okay? The retention by one species to remain with the traits of a previous species. So the retention of a teenager to hang on to childlike behavior from the elementary setting, okay? That's what, that would be what we're talking about when we say juvenilization, okay? Or what that argument is. And I want you to know, I think there's a difference between um, childish and childlike. See, Jesus talked about this in Luke 18. He dealt with this um, specifically. You know, he's hanging out with all the disciples and uh, there's kids off on the side and the Frisbee comes over and lands in front of them, right, that they were playing with. And one of the disciples, you know, bends over and he picks it up. He's like, hey, hey, get this. What do you guys do? Right. And Jesus is kind of like, man, why are you treating them not like this? And he starts instructing them again. And the Frisbee comes flying in again. Right. And one of them, like Peter or whatever, goes over and picks it up and throws it at him again and says, don't you see we're with the mat, right? And all this. And, and then Jesus takes time and he says, he says something really simple to them. The kingdom of God is like these children. Let them come to me. 
right? And I don't know if what happened was they all came running over, right? And now they're sitting at his feet and he's like tapping them on the head and he's talking to them and the disciples are like, oh my God, right? <laughs> so there's a difference between being childish and childlike. Let me give you some traits, okay? Let me give you some traits that I believe should be in youth ministry as we define one species or one, uh, the Gen Z in that teenage year. Uh, maybe we bleed into the millennials, right, or whatever. But uh, let me give you some um, some characteristic traits of a childlikeness, not a childishness, okay? And then I'm gonna uh, deal after that with adulthood and uh, pull some of those thoughts out, okay? So uh, I'm gonna give you like three or four. Number one, the ability to play, okay? We have to play more. There's nothing wrong with playing, okay? As a matter of fact, I believe that there is a play deprivation in America today. It'd be a great uh, watch if you'd like to on TED.com. Um, th there's a, just uh, go in the search bar and put in play deprivation, okay? And you're gonna see a great video uh, speech that deals with this lack of play and um, uh, I think it, I think it'll give you a different perspective. But anyway, secondly, so we need to play more. Secondly, a, a child likeness is trust. Okay, and I believe we need to trust more. I mean, none of us I don't think would say that we there's something wrong with play or there's something wrong with trust. But when you look at children, those are two incredible characteristics of children: playing and trust. And I really believe that we're missing some of those things in our lives today with the stress and play, with the cynicism and the critical spirit that's in our society today because of a lack of trust, especially like toward authority, right? Um, which leads me to that third one. There is a, there, there is a, a love for authority in the younger like the, the child generation who reaches out to a father or a mother, right? Who are emotionally um, moved by a parent, right? And that authority that a parent brings. And that's so beautiful until we start growing out of it and we start disrespecting authority. But listen, the kingdom of God is built on the respect of authority. And I think that oftentimes that when we move into uh, later teen years, that millennial age, the young adults into adulthood, you know, a late adulthood through those age stages, you see some of these things, you'll see where I'm going with that, but especially this idea of authority and a loss of respect for authority often, okay? And then the last, um, this last area is hope. Man, there's so much hope. In, in the younger set. And then the older we get, we start losing hope and, we, and things start looking more cynical and like, uh, like, man, I'm getting older. I don't know if my opportunities are gonna be there, right? But when we're younger, it's like we like to dream, right? And there's this, there's this mystery about the future and this excitement about the future. And listen, I know 
there is, parenthetically, we could pause here and say, yeah, but why are so many young people taking their life? Or why are they living in depression and hopelessness, right? I believe because as they're getting into, into their teen years, that can be stolen and lost by cynical people around them and the world around them that, that, that doesn't do critical thinking, they think critical. Huge difference, but that's another talk, right? So those four uh, traits, play, play, trust, um, uh, authority, a love for authority, and then hope. So let me, let me go from there, right? Away from the juvenile, those juvenile characteristics and look at adulthood and deal with those same characteristics in a different way, okay? So um, listen to this definition when we're talking about uh, uh, adulthood, okay? The development and aging process of one species to leave the traits of the previous species. So just the opposite, if you remember uh, th those definitions, the juvenile will remain with the traits of the previous generation Adulthood is that we move on from the traits, the development and aging process out of the traits of the previous generation, okay? So if, we, if we're thinking about that, the way I see it is, when we're younger, we all wanna get older, right? But when we're older, we all wanna get younger. Isn't that interesting? Somebody asked me one time, man, I just wanna be like you. How can I be like you? And I said, don't grow up. I mean, really, you know what I'm saying? And really, it's just hanging on to these traits that I just talked about, okay? Listen, as youth leaders, we need to capitalize on these traits because as students age out of being juveniles, right? Adolescents or whatever, there can be a loss of these things. So look at it in adulthood. When you look at adults, do you see some of these things? Uh, a loss of play, that first area, a loss of play? right? Bodies that break down, maybe uh, not as much laughter, okay? And this, uh, and then you see the deprivation of play and uh, how that increases in the older generation, in the older set. And then trust, right? We become, we become critical and cynical in our thinking and all of a sudden we trust ourselves maybe more than others and we become cynical about, about other things, right? Man, that is so contrary to faith. Trust is so, that's so different, you know. Trust is faith. Cynicism and a, and a loss of that is so um, anti-faith. It's so different than faith. It's antithetical to faith, right? Third area, this loss in adulthood would be respect for authority. Man, do we see that. And I'm my own boss and I, you know, and I can do my own thing. And, and I think sometimes, especially if you look at what's going on in our world, we have this loss of authority because we don't understand the kingdom well enough. Submission is not a negative thing. And oftentimes we think that submission is a negative thing. Submission is not a negative thing. And so I really wanna call us as youth leaders to, to drive in our messaging that, uh, that respect for authority, to go against this aging out of a respect for authority that we see in, in adulthood, okay? Uh, and I, because I know that they often say things like, oh, the, man, the youth, they disrespect authority. That's not always true. It really isn't. 
it, uh, oftentimes it might be a, it might be a lack of lack of respect for authority that maybe uh, is not consistent in front of them and have integrity. But they, they respond very well to authority. Okay, the Gen Z traits are that they want to be taught because they know that they have to pay for education and they're very competitive and they love tutors. The Gen Z traits, uh, the Barna.org, the, the February 2018 study, Impact 360, so you can read that. So th there's some great uh, uh, thought there. And then finally, the hope. Man, we cannot lose the dream. We cannot lose the hope. We cannot lose a future. And oftentimes in adulthood that happens. And so I wanna call us back to a different understanding of that idea of juvenilization. I don't want you to see the juvenilization as a negative thing, as people are growing um, from their elementary to teen years to the collegiate years to adulthood. Let's not lose these four traits, these four traits of playing and trust and authority and hope. Because I believe that as youth leaders, if we can capture those four things, those are triggers. Those are starters, catalysts for our youth ministry, okay? So, listen, take Jesus' advice. Don't throw the Frisbee back in anger, okay? Don't tell the children to, to go away from us. Bring them to us because the, that's the, the kingdom. Let me, let me finish with one more thought, okay? I truly believe there needs to be a balance between that juvenilization and adulthood, okay? And so what we're gonna do is blog on that this week, and I wanna give you some characteristics of each of those as it relates to the youth ministry on your youth leadership team also, okay? Having a blended intergenerational youth leadership team. So I think there's some great places we can go with this whole concept of um, the juvenilization of the church. Okay, so hey, thank you tonight. I hope you learned something tonight and maybe you can take this to your youth leadership teams and discuss this and talk about this. Um, otherwise, I will see you here next Sunday night, okay, right here live uh, at Youthology Live, 12 Minutes of Learning. God bless you. Have a great week.